Wow. Welcome to Conan Kruger. I'm Grant Cohn. That's Larry Kruger. The 49ers just did something that I think most of you would have called insane a few days ago, but they just did it. They restructured Jimmy Garoppolo's contract. He's going to be here another year. We're going to look at this from everyone, like a bunch of different angles. Let's start at it from uh, Jimmy, Jimmy's angle. What does this mean for Jimmy Garoppolo? Just when he thought he was out, they pulled him back in. Well, it means that he's going to make about $18 million less as far as guaranteed money. It also means that he, if he makes the incentives, I mean, he's got incentives of up to $16 million in incentives. So maybe he feels like he's only taking, maybe he's going to get, does this mean it opens up the job for him? Do they open up a competition? Does it mean that he's just here in case Trey, you know, falls apart or fails or the team struggles? You know, that part is kind of yet to be clarified. Is it open competition on the job? Doesn't sound like it. It sounds like he's here as the clear number two, and we'll see where it goes. And there's and they've left themselves open options with the way they structure this, where if he wins the job, he's gonna make as much as 16 million. If he doesn't win the job, he could stay for six. He, they could also trade him, and he would have a seat at the table in deciding where he wants to be traded. Sure. Uh, is he even the number two quarterback on the team right now? I mean, he hasn't been there. Uh, what I will say, though, I think is the way the Niners handled this by holding on to him so long, I think they made it so he's. it was impossible for him to be a starting quarterback. I think they structured it where they, by the end of training camp, they went to him and they were like, look, you could be a backup for us, or you could be a backup somewhere else. What do you want to do? I think they felt that they could make a, a more competitive offer and that he'd be more uh, comfortable here. You know, if, if Trey falters, which he might, or gets hurt, boom, you're right back in. You're right back in the saddle on a team that you know and an offense that you know. If he goes to Seattle, even if he starts, does that help his stock? They suck. At least they look like they suck to me. So I'm not sure. It seems like well, this might be in his interest too. Yeah, no, I think you're hitting on something. The the other thing you got to remember, what if if you're Don Yee, if you're Jimmy G, what do you really want to achieve this year? Would you like to start? Sure. But as you said, the starting jobs are all filled up. Right. So what you really need is you need to make sure that you are in you're healthy and in one piece and ready to make 20 million again next year when the free agent window opens up again. So do you want to take hits on a bad team like Seattle or the New York Giants or one of these teams and maybe maybe wind up getting hurt and missing out on that big free agent payday. Or if you stay here, you maybe compete for a Super Bowl. You maybe win a Super Bowl. You maybe play some role um, and you're more likely to be healthy for your big free agent payday. He's not getting the big free agent payday if he's not healthy next year when the free agent window opens. Also, from his perspective, this might be the best situation for him because he just saw Trey Lance in practice. He, From his perspective, he's thinking, there's a lot of pressure on this kid. He has to win. There's no growing pains because I won to a, to a degree. He has to win. He has to prove that he's better than me. He has to stay healthy. I mean, the, the pass protection is terrible. They're, they're running the triple option. I just might get a chance to play again this year. And if I do, I know George Kittle. I know Debo Samuel. Maybe from his perspective, this is the best opportunity for him and again I, I don't know what other teams might have been offering him if they were talking but if he gets to play he, there's all these incentives he could make a lot of money on the Niners this year well and he doesn't have to wonder also Grant about what kind of person Trey Lance is 
right. last year Trey Lance sat and watched him the whole year, despite being the top five pick. You know, now it might be a situation where Jimmy has to sit and watch, but he's probably already decided that Trey is at least personality-wise a quarterback that he could he can live with in any role, whether he's on top or Trey's the starter or he's the starter. You know, I think he feels like he can work with Trey and that he likes Trey. I think that makes it easier. I really do. Also, if he goes to another team, like the the the, the locker room and the fan base won't be clamoring for Jimmy. You know, the way they will here. If if Trey starts and the team starts 0-2 or there's just they, – they stumble out of the gate, there's going to be a lot of momentum push for Jimmy Garoppolo to play. I don't think it would be like that any other where, anywhere else. For a guy who is a decidedly mediocre quarterback, there's a mystique about him here. And until they win without him, there will always be that mystique here. So maybe he feels like, you know what, let's see what you got, Trey. We'll see. Yeah, I think it's a good I think it's a I think it's the best move of the moves that were on the table for Garoppolo. I think it was his best move at this point. Guys, we're gonna answer some of your questions. We're gonna look at this from a bunch of different perspectives. So yeah. hold on. Um, some of your questions may lead us down that path. Callie Tremor says, and the NFL daytime drama award goes to the San Francisco 49ers for the most tomfoolery <laughs> and shenanigans during the NFL offseason. What a mess. Yeah, I think that's Probably the first thing on a lot of Niner fans' minds. The reason most people thought this wouldn't happen is because it's messy. It's me- it's a distraction. It's a freaking circus, frankly. It's great. I think it's great. I like Why? It. Because your best player on this team is Trent Williams, and he's 34 years old. And yeah. now you can look him in the eye. You can say, Trent, with all of our resources and all of our financial might and all everything that we've got, we're trying to get it done this year. Who won the Super Bowl last year? The Rams. What would the what defined the Rams? They were all freaking in on the Super Bowl from day one. Everybody knew the score. And I think that's how you win Super Bowls. You have to sprint towards it. You have to be passionate about it. You have to be all freaking in. And to me, yeah. this is the move that sends a message to Trent and everybody else, including all the 49er fans. The Niners are all in on this year. Yeah. Media circus, be damned. Trent, Trey's yeah. feelings, be damned. Inviting right. the circus to town, all of that is all secondary. Right. It's all about being all in on the ring, and I think it's smart. And that's why I bet my dad that this was going to happen. Cutting Jimmy doesn't hurt this team. doesn't help this team. It helps next year's team, theoretically. You could roll over right. cap space, but they're in a Super Bowl window now. And I guess holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo says, look, we're not going to take a step back. We think Trey is going to make us better this year, but if he doesn't, we uh, we're open to being wrong and to being able to change direction. So good for them, I guess. Flav says all my efforts finally got Niners' attention. No way they could rely on Trey alone this year. We're contenders again. He's so happy. Well, congratulations, Flav. Christopher says, "What's the over under on in Week One on Kyle calling QB power for Lance? I think it's fourteen point five is a good number. Do you think they're going to go the two QB system that they were talking about last year? No." I don't. I really don't. But I do think this sets them up perfectly um, in a lot of ways because they have an incredibly deep quarterback room. Uh, you know, now you might be able to trade a guy like Nate Sudfeld. Yeah. I mean, he actually could be traded in this scenario. Um, and I also just think I would love to see what this does to the Niners' odds in Vegas. I think it's going to improve their Super Bowl odds because, really, Grant, you know this team as well as anybody. There was three irreplaceable players going into this year, Trent Williams, George Kittle, and Trey. And now there's only two. 
So mm. I mean, that's a huge. I, that, I see what that you improves mean. their that improves mean. their equation for winning it all this year. Lacuria says, "So what should we do with that freed up twenty million cap space? Well, is it really freed up? I mean, if it could be, tr- if if he could trigger incentives, don't the Niners have to keep it available? I don't know." I think well they have it they have the the full thing budgeted for they weren't going to have to cut anybody it gives them some cap relief in the present and I'm not sure exactly how the incentives work if it rolls into the next year but it clearly takes him off the base um, and makes him also it, it makes Jimmy a tradable asset because now you know I I really believe that at the price tag at six point two million he's a very tradable asset. I wanted to talk about that. And they may actually be able to get a day three pick or day two pick for him now at 6.2 that they were never getting at 24, 25, or 26 or more. Paul Third says, wait for it. Jimmy Garoppolo waving his no trade to go to New England. I don't think they want him. Matthew Sanders says, beginning of the end for Kyle and John. Within two years, Niners will be on hard knocks. Lance declared a bust. Amico will be gone. (laughs) Dark days ahead. Maybe. Wow. they're, they're hedging. It doesn't seem like anything too bad could happen this year. I don't know how good they can be. Chris Telerico says people actually think this regime can win a Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo should have been traded once the trade for Trey happened. Lynch's seat should be the hottest ever. Uh, I agree that, that they should have moved on from Jimmy Garoppolo immediately. But they were in a tough spot because they'd only made the playoffs once. And that's why I kind of felt that Trey's timeline and the, gym, and, and the Niners' timeline were different. John and Kyle were under pressure to win last year. Trey should have gone to a, to a coach who was in his first year as well, so there was no pressure to win right away. It's a little bit of an awkward fit, but they can well, make. It you work. know what's you know what's awkward, Grant, is the fact that they took a very high high level but raw quarterback that assuredly was going to take time to develop, and they have maybe the league's most impatient fan base. Right, they just went to the NFC Championship game. They've had two right. failed Super Bowl runs. Lynch and Shanahan are trying desperately to win a Super Bowl to establish themselves in Niner lore. You know, the fact that they went for the rawest, most crude quarterback that was going to take time. You know, I don't know that they didn't, they weren't worth thinking about their, their Super Bowl timeline. And now they're seeing, right. you know, they want to speed that thing up. And so this is a way to kind of do both things. Right. Right. In retrospect, they should have just gone after Stafford if they were willing to trade three first round picks. But from what I'm hearing, Stafford's, Elbow is messed up. That could be really an issue. And so. you, and you know what? The Stafford move is looks great now because they won the ring. But the Stafford move inherent in that is shortening your your Super Bowl window. Right. And they wanted to. They're you know Expanded. Shanahan and Lynch are relatively right. young men. They wanted a long Super Bowl window, and they right. got that with Lance. But now I don't want to say they're hedging, but they're at least taking out insurance on this. Ricky asks, this just shows how much confidence they have in Trey. If, I love Trey, but if they had low confidence in him, then why did they draft him in the first place? Okay, let's talk about Trey. What does this move mean for Trey in your eyes? Well, I mean, it, it's a statement that, you know what, Trey, we, we, we're prioritizing uh, competition over feelings. And I think that's a great statement, too. You know? Joe, Joe Montana's best football came with Steve Young looking right over his shoulder. Steve Young's best football came with Joe looking over his shoulder. They actually both had a situation where they got a chance to play. Both of them would admit now, years later, that it brought out the best in them. Competition is the foundation piece that brings out the best in people. And now you're going to see the best of Trey because he's going to have to compete for every 
everything he gets. So I think it's going to make him better in the long term. Maybe in the short term, he's got to look over his shoulder. But guess what? It's the NFL. So what? You know, it's not a big deal. You, everybody, Trey's got the right mindset and maturity for it. Um, he's going to get there, but he's just, it may not be this year. And it may, or if it is this year, it may not be linear. It may be something where he takes two steps and maybe he has an injury. Maybe there's a backslide. Mm. Now you've got, you're not wasting your Super Bowl window trying to let Trey get up to speed. Let's be honest, Grant. It's not really fair to drop the expectations of this franchise in this kid's lap as a 22 year old in his first full year in the NFL. And now essentially they're giving him a little bit of a, a little bit of an insurance policy. And I think that will help him. I, respectfully, I'm going to disagree with you on this, but we'll see what happens. The way I look at this is they're trying to, they're trying to sell us that this is the next Josh Allen toolsy guy inexperienced with the right coaching and environment. He can become a top five quarterback like Josh Allen. Well, there's been differences in, in the, development process with Josh Allen. Again, he went to a first year coach and he wasn't on trial with every play of every practice, every throw, every drop back. He wasn't under that kind of scrutiny. It was like, well, we moved on from Tyrod Taylor. He's not here anymore. It's your team. Let's grow together. That's not what's happening here with every move, every step Trey takes, they are watching him because they have to decide, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, are you real? Are, are we ready to go from Jimmy? To you? It's not like they're even moving on from a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's a mediocre quarterback, and they're still hesitant to move on. I don't see how Trey can really become Josh Allen if they're one foot in, one foot out. Couple, like what if they bench him after a month because they're two and two? I don't see how we can ever become that. And maybe he's never gonna be Josh Allen. But it seemed like for him to hit this ceiling that he was supposed to have. You'd have to like give him a vote of confidence at some point. I, I don't know. We'll see. It worked for Steven. But if, from Steve's perspective, it's like, okay, fair enough. It's the greatest quarterback of all time. I get it. It's Jimmy. You won't you don't have confidence in me to be better than Jimmy? That's that hurts. I think that hurts. Well, Sorry. I mean, it's a difference in his situation. Steve yeah. was in his, you know, he was late 20s, right? Or right. maybe early 30s. Right. Uh, it was a and Montana was obviously the king. You know, where you're right, Garoppolo's got this odd popularity, but he's hardly the king. He's a flawed quarterback. It's much more of an it's much more of an open competition, I think, yeah. I, you know, than that was. But I think overall, it's I think it's good for Trey. I think it takes hmm. a I mean, the pressure. First of all, we talk about Josh Allen. Josh Allen didn't emerge until the third year. That's right. Joe Montana. Did, Joe Montana was a 79 draft pick. He right. didn't even get on the field until 81. So to ask Trey in year two, just because it's the modern NFL and we want everything faster, yeah. wasn't isn't necessarily fair to him. Now, I think that he's going to be a hell of a quarterback, but I think having competition is a is a good thing. Um, I'm not. I also think it's it's kind of tells everybody, you know, we're not we don't care about the media circus. It's great for guys like us, by the way, because now we have literally this unbelievable center, you know, front and center NFL, you know, soap opera going on in our backyard yeah. every day. But I don't know. I personally think that maybe Garoppolo and Trey are the right kind, right personalities at the right time to be able to handle this. Maybe even better than Joe and Steve did really. I just feel like there's a parallel universe where the Niners got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo as soon as they got Trey Lance and Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch put all of their confidence behind Trey, not just saying the right things, but 
actually showing their confidence in Trey. And I'd love to know, like, what would Trey Lance be like now in that universe as opposed to what the Niners have done, which is the exact opposite? I guess we'll never know. But it's interesting. And again, it's not like he's a bust. It's not like this means he's going to have a bad year or that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start. He could be the freaking MVP. It's just right now it seems like, what does this mean? doesn't feel – I would think if I were Trey, I'd be like, you're kidding me. To me, I would think privately he's like, you're kidding me. Are you kidding? I, I'd be pissed. Privately. Privately. Well, yeah, I can understand that too because it, it plays like, well, you failed. Um, it's just, and it makes me look bad publicly. Like, like I failed. Yeah, I failed. Yeah, you, well, I had this but I mean, competition I'm, against no one and I failed. Let's ask this question. When they drafted him out of an FCS school with the least number of throws in 40 years of the first round of the NFL draft, no quarterback had had less experience. What was a realistic time frame for him to ascend right. to whatever he's going to be? And what did Jed say, say, right? What did Jed say? Uh, if he has to sit on the bench for two years, so be it. Yeah. So, you know, the fact is, I still look at him as way significantly ahead of schedule. And, but I mean, it's, this is the toughest job in sports. Um, and he's, I think he's going to beat out Jimmy and Jimmy's going to be traded in October. That's what I think is going to happen because I think the 49ers are hedging a little bit here because they've got so much on the table. But I also love the fact that they're, they're going for the quarter they're, they're re-signing both quarterbacks because they're saying we don't care about the circus. We don't fear it. Uh, and, and our priority is to win the Super Bowl. I asked you this like several weeks ago, we talked about this one question. I said to you, if I gave you a hundred thousand dollars and I put you in a casino and you mm -hmm. could have Trey, or you mm -hmm. could have Trey mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Jimmy. Right. What would you take? And I think you your argument was Trey because you wouldn't want the distraction. I look at it as it's a marathon, and you may need both quarterbacks to get there. To me, this strengthens the fort. If I was holding a ticket right now on the Niners to win the Super Bowl, I feel way better today than I did yesterday. Well, four four months ago, they could have got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, got rid of the distraction, and brought in a real backup quarterback. But they missed sure. that opportunity. And so at this point, if the choice is keep Jimmy or get rid of him and just hope Nate Sudfeld can win a game or two or three for you, if, no, you got to keep Jimmy. That's why I made this bet. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure how it what it means for Trey. Look, this is my final question before we move on. If Trey completed 70% of his passes in camp and his TD to INT ratio was 2-3-1, to one, you think they would have done this with Jimmy? That's a great question. I guess um, we'll never know. But you know what I'm saying, yeah. right? Yeah. I, it does kind of feel like Trey missed an opportunity here to, to put this to bed. You know, maybe there is a little bit of that. But it's also the NFL where guys get hurt. Sure. And and yeah. you have a, and it's not like you're always yeah. going to be in this position. They have a stacked Super Bowl ready-to-win roster in a lame year for the NFC. I mean, I don't see any contender in the Good NFC. Point. Now it's just about get in that postseason get in that postseason yeah. tournament. And if you have two quarterbacks and Kyle Shanahan and you get into the postseason tournament in the NFC, I think you got a great chance to go to the bowl. And if you, you do you can't win the bowl that you're not in. So you got to get to the bowl and then you know who knows about the AFC. But I think this strengthens their chances of reaching Arizona. And I think that's the goal. And I think I think it's very clear. And I think the Rams going all in last year also makes this easier because now you're you can you've got that vision is hey, you better be all in on on winning the Super Bowl, or somebody else may be and they may get it. 
Well, the way I look at the NFC is the Rams have an issue with Stafford's elbow. That's real. Um, the best team in the the best team in the NFC might be Minnesota. I, I think they were a terribly coached team with a lot of talent, and now you have basically the Rams coaching staff plus Ed Donatel. I'm intrigued. Plus, they're in a terrible division. Um, Dallas, Dallas and Philly are good. It's wide open. It's absolutely freaking wide open. Green Bay's down. Tampa's down. I mean, they've lost a lot of offensive linemen. So, yeah. The Niners, Niners have the best roster in the conference, I think. I mean, look how loaded they are. They're, they're In my mind, they're 11 deep on the D-line. That's best linebacking core, top to bottom in all of football. Um, they're they're deeper on the corner now. They're deeper on the O line. I just can't get over the fact that they have running back. They have like one starting caliber offensive lineman, maybe two, depending on what Mike McGlinchey's at, and maybe but, I mean, more. Look if they had guys year. like, you know, I mean, they, they had three Pro Bowlers on the offensive line last year. So I don't know. We'll see. They almost went to the Super Bowl with Brunskill and Compton on the right side. Those guys are better than what. I, Compton was actually decent. Brunskill is decent. Like we don't know. Brunt Burford is promising, but he's 21. How, how, what's he going to be like as a rookie? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know the Niners had seven in the top 100 and the Chargers had eight. They're right up there. But questions. I mean, we don't have, hold on. Let's answer some questions. The main thread okay. says cue the trade trolls. Shake my damn head. Anthony Adams says it's clear. Jed and John are the reason Jim is here. This is going to backfire. If Jimmy plays his noodle arm style will be sickening to watch. I do feel like, you know, Jimmy was allowed to start three and five last year. I don't know that Trey's going to be allowed to start three and five this year with Jimmy waiting. Karan says, who cares about the quarterbacks? What wine are you getting? My dad said he was going French. So I'm thinking <laughs> I'm going to get a nice French. Get red. Says, get red. One thing's for sure is that we'll miss where's Waldo Jimmy reports. Yeah, I'm sad about that. My whole Jimmy bit's over because he's here for the next year. Oh, well. Joshua Wyatt says, is it me or did Jimmy Garoppolo's trade value just go through the roof? They could actually get a second rounder for that new contract of a quarterback. No, I don't think you're getting a second rounder for him. I don't think so. I'm sorry. He's a backup quarterback right now. Right now. Right? I don't know. He's the, it, with the Not to interrupt, but the big second. question is, is that poor lady who's been drawing Garoppolo going to keep drawing him? Uh, that I, You got a lot <laughs> more drawings to do. She has to. At least it's she just a one-year deal. With a no-trade clause, interesting. We can't be all in with such an inexperienced offensive line. They got time, but yeah, that's the way I look at it. Like, wh- what? I don't know. I don't hey, know. One, one other thing on the deal, Grant. It's yes. not a restructure. A restructure means that you extend the deal year two, year three, year okay. four. This was a pay cut. Pay cut. That's fair. Pay cut. Yeah, we call this. This was a pay, a pay cut. cut. Yeah. Jason Hagar says having a backup with a financial incentive to have the starter fail will have no poor repercussions in the locker room. It's not all in. It's a hedge. To me, this is again, you got to talk about the fact that this could divide a locker room for sure. I mean, Jimmy has they feel like serious they can handle allies it. in there. What? No, you're right, Grant, because this is volatile. But you yeah. know what? I like it because you, you know, Eddie D was volatile. That the, the, the 90 ask your dad about the 94 Niners. The 94 Niners mix was volatile. Though don't tell me that locker rooms, locker rooms that had Ronnie and Haley and these guys, there wasn't some volatility. There was a ton of volatility. Volatility is not necessarily bad. Mason gives me $2 for always being right. I appreciate that. Thank you. More more for just for acknowledging it. Flav says we also have some money now for in-season pickups. What a huge season-saving move by the Niners. And again, they also could trade him. I agree that he's now more attractive because that, that the contract was an albatross. That's not an issue anymore. Heather Taylor says, doesn't the rework deal have a no-trade clause? Yes. 
But a no trade clause means that they can. He just has a seat at the table when they want to right. trade him. He has to right. okay it. Right. Like, I, I think that's smart too. Right. If he has an opportunity to get traded to a team and, and play, he's not going to be like, no, I want to be the backup here. I want to stay. Or no. Trey beats him out. What if? What if, you know? We think that Trey's better than he is. So what if we're right and Trey no. beats him out and starts off and looks great and doesn't get hurt? They may get to middle of October or whatever the trade deadline is and say, hey, what quarterback got hurt? You want Jimmy? Here. You know, now he's making six and six point two million. You know, give us a third. So you this could work. This could the Niners could benefit. It could be short-term insurance and a way to get something in compensation coming back. Mason Quack says Jimmy Stain allows SF to get compensation no matter what. Plus, Jim becomes way more appealing of a trade target with six point five million. Worried for locker room. Yeah. Definitely fair. Thank you, Mason. Big Tim 3 says Lynch said they're pretty close to a trade. Could this restructure mean a trade is really coming? Did he say they're pretty close to a trade? I missed that. I didn't see that. Domain Threat says screw it. Go and grab Tart. Then I'll know we're truly all in for this year. I mean, he just got cut. I feel like the Eagles got a real good look at Jaquaski Tart, and if they didn't even want him as a backup. So I don't know if Tart's I mean, the, the question is, is Tart is Tart who is not a productive uh, interceptor of the football, is he that much better than Gibson, who they just picked up, who has 27 career interceptions? Right. I mean, you know, the Niner coaches would know. I'll say this. I would definitely be interested in bringing Tart back. He knows the defense. that He fits in well in the room. He's a physical, hard-hitting player. Uh, I'd take him back. Heather Taylor says, I think Lance is mature enough to handle it. Are the rest of the players in the locker room? Find out. George, looking at you, George. What does Jimmy Garoppolo mean for quarterback 3-4 on the roster? My thought was that I'm not sure either one will make the team, but Jimmy may not be even ready to, like, contribute yet. Maybe they keep one of the two. Maybe they keep both of them. I mean, there's just no, there's no doubt in my mind that Purdy was has been has played the best quarterback of, of really all three of the quarterbacks in the preseason. Now, does it matter? No, it's preseason football. But, I mean, are you going to ignore what you're seeing? The guy is throwing dime after dime after dime. Yeah, he had the one pick. But, I mean, he also threw a touchdown that Willie Sneed treated like it was a volleyball game. I mean, I I, I think uh, I would – to me, there's one message that should come across loud and clear. Quarterbacks are not linebackers, D-linemen, or safeties – you know, you have different rules for quarterbacks, and I would keep all my best quarterbacks, and I think Purdy's their third best quarterback. I'd keep him. Uh, Richard's Remedy says they now have eight of the top 106 players in the NFL, according to the NFL Network. True. Jim Bill 1 says, Larry's always your spot on. They're going to need Jimmy Garoppolo before the season is over. Solid move by the Niners grant. Jimmy wins, bud. And I win because Jimmy is on the team. So thank you, Jimmy. Chris says, Josh has a real quarterback coach with a real coaching staff behind him. This regime is the problem. Jimmy Garoppolo will never be the reason they'll win. Trey can be. I'm with you. That's a, another thing that Josh Allen had going for him is freaking Ken Dorsey. This the, Brian Greasy has a lot to prove. On the goal line says, what happens when Trey has a few bad games? And you have people like Kittle who love Jimmy Garoppolo saying, hey, we win with this dude. Take Dre out. Locker room disaster waiting to happen. Crazy stuff, man. It just seems like the Niners are never really going to truly develop Trey Lance. Like, they're always going to be. Well, I don't be... know never. I mean, it's year two. It, I mean, uh, Rodgers waited for yeah. four years. Yeah. I, I, to me, it's just not necessarily going to happen in a straight line. 
Yeah. The kid has demonstrated what he is as a person and, and he's on the right track. It's going to take some time though. It's, it's not, and it's, it's that to me is clear as day. It's he's raw. It's going to take time. I think he's going to get there, but it doesn't mean it's going to be this year. So why not just have that insurance? If it is this year, great. If it isn't this year, now you're covered. The goose says, I don't think it's a lack of confidence toward Lance. I think it's insurance in case Lance gets injured. God forbid Nate Sudfeld steps on the field. Fair enough. Matthew can't Sanders. Be a one quarterback team. No, you can't. Matthew Sanders says if he falters, gets injured, etc., he will be benched and then he is a bust. This is Silicon Valley. They will cut bait so fast. Kids been set up. Matt's having a bad time. I, I wouldn't go that far. Don't go to DEFCON 3 yet. This is still Trey's team. If he plays well, Jimmy Garoppolo is not is a non-factor. Donald Johnson says, I totally agree with GC. Lance is on football house arrest. The microscope is on everything he does. Also, Trey will only get better if he plays. Yeah, as long as he plays, he should have the you know fortitude to handle this type of scrutiny because it's going to come no matter what if you're the Niners quarterback. But uh, he needs to play. I hope they don't actually pull the plug on this whole thing. I don't think they will. We're now keeping the 106th best player in the NFL. A lot of Jimmy Garoppolo fans in the chat. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Good to have you. Grady Williams says, I like Kruger. Like Kruger said, I think it will be a respectable trade piece now or before week eight. I still think it's Trey's team. Uh, it's Monday, August 29th, and Jimmy Garoppolo stays with the Niners. Super Bowl, here we come. Wow. A lot of people. Well, you know, you know what the reality is, Grant, too, that we're not really talking about? In some ways, this is set up with, hey, you got two quarterbacks, and you want to win the Super Bowl, and you don't want any excuses why you didn't win the Super Bowl. And so now you got them both. Yeah. But the Instead of having to pick is, one. You know it and I know it. Whichever yeah. quarterback ultimately wins that Super Bowl, most likely, is going to be the future quarterback of the 49ers. I, if Jimmy somehow wins that Super Bowl, True. and then you know what? They'll find True. and that Trey, they'll find a new home for Trey Lance, and there'll be plenty of teams that will take him. If Trey wins that Super Bowl, They'll move off of Jimmy and everybody will move on. But I, I really believe that whoever wins the Super Bowl, unless it's like Trey's dominating and Jimmy gets in there at the end and wins the Super Bowl, then maybe they would stay with Trey. But I really think almost whoever wins it's going to keep the gig. Ben Myerson says Kim, uh, Kyle Shanahan can't commit to a quarterback six years in. I hate this team. <laughs> Give him time. He just needs another six years. Nick Brown says, I see this team telling Trey to fake an injury if he messes up. Oh, wow. Do you see that coming or will he be another QB like love on Packers? Like, hey, Trey, your back hurts. We just want you to know. We're not benching you, but your back is – I don't know. I don't know how these things work in the NFL. Let's get to our next topic. We'll come back to some more uh, questions. What does this mean for the 49ers, this trade? I mean, this pay cut for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, it means they don't have to worry about – you know, Jimmy winding up in the division with the Rams or Seahawks beating them and potentially taking a great situation for John Lynch and making it really, really hot, really, really fast. I think because I think John Lynch and his front office have done a pretty damn good job with the uh, roster through and through. And for the most part, and I think this year their draft hall, when you consider the guys they got in the draft and after the draft, is almost the equivalent, if not better, than John McVay, Bill Walsh's 86 draft, which set up the Niners for awesome run in 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, really all the way through the mid-90s. So that 85, 86, Rice in 85, awesome in 86, deep draft. 
this is an incredibly deep draft. So I think they're set up perfectly here uh, for the future. And I think it's a great, I think ultimately it's a great move for the front office. It, it, it alleviates the risk of him beating them and then the whole public turning on them yeah. and bouncing them out of the Bay area because Jimmy and the Seahawks went to the playoffs and Trey and the Niners, you know, finished six and 11. It just feels like a bit of a distraction and a bit of a sideshow. Like this team is a defense running team for the last four or five years. They've all been about working around the quarterback. And now this quarterback indecision between the mediocre vet and the inexperienced young guy who can't beat out the mediocre vet is just hanging over the whole team. And I guess if one guy, most likely Trey ever just takes the job and runs with it, they'll be fine. But now it just feels like the kind of dysfunction that great teams don't have to me. I'm sorry. This doesn't feel like the thing that the, the team that's about to win the Super Bowl does to me. This feels like, again, like you're searching for something. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch called their own bluff when they drafted Trey Lance. They went with, I think, the guy with the highest level skills, but they also went with the guy who needed the most tutelage and the most yeah. the most coaching. They went with the, the rawest, crudest, highest end quarterback. And so you can't get one year into it and be like, oh, man, this crude high-end quarterback yeah. with tons of skills is crude and he needs to coach. Turns out he wasn't ready to go right away, huh? Yeah, he wasn't ready to go. And and we don't want to, you know, and, and yet I think it's, I think it also recognizes who the fan base is. This fan base is, it, it's a great fan base. It's a passionate fan base, but it's also one of the most impatient, spoiled fan bases. We expect it and we expect it now. We don't have the patience to sit there and wait for three years. So, you know, this just hedges. If Trey isn't ready, you got something that you can go with. It does. You're not just throwing away the season right. in, you know, oh, what? Trey had to develop. Yeah, but, you know, you've built too good of a roster to throw away this season. It's too deep of a roster. It's too hard to accumulate the kind of talent that they've accumulated to throw it away with, ah, yeah, but Trey just wasn't ready. Right? That's what this is about. Right. And it's like everyone's saying you're crazy to take that risk. Well, now they're not. Not now that he's still the quarterback and they that's still the plan. But if he is a total bust the way some people think, then they can fall back to what they were doing before. Larry, come back. There you are. You good? Yep. Start with that. All right. Um, I want to ask, what is this, what does this pay cut for Jimmy Garoppolo mean for a potential trade? We've alluded to it before, but let's talk about it right now. Well, I mean, to me, this is this is this is the best part of this entire thing. You now took a player who there was no market for, and now you have a burgeoning, incredible market. And it could be even that much more incredible by the time you're actually ready to maybe pull the trigger on making a trade. So I think you might be able to get like a a third round pick for Jimmy G if the right situation comes up, just because you got a six million dollar quarterback. Especially, I mean, and it could go a number of different ways. I mean, Trey could look really good, and then you could want to move Jimmy. Jimmy could come in and play well, and then you know it could be a, it could be an injury. I mean, it just gives you options to trade if if you want you have to. He has to have a seat at the table, but that's okay anyway because the reality is. Nobody wants to take a quarterback who's coming into their system against their will. So he's gonna he was gonna gain approval anyway. So the non-trade, the trade clause is a non-factor. You can't franchise tag him. So he's got the knowledge to know that he'll be a free agent at the end of the year. 
So he's just, and and right then at the end of the year is when these jobs will come available anyway. So ultimately, it's about Jimmy trying to ensure that he will wind up. He won't waste this year, and he'll wind up in the free agent window with lots of options and maybe a ring. I do think this makes him more attractive in a trade in the sense that he was not attractive at all beforehand. But you got to remember that there are incentives in this deal. So if a team is trading for him to play, he's not going to be six and a half million. He'll probably be more expensive, which isn't expensive, but they'll have to figure that out if they have the right. But not necessarily. What if Trey plays really well? See, if Trey plays really well and Jimmy's an insurance policy and we get to week six or whatever the trade deadline is and, and Jimmy has only played one half. He's not making any of those incentives. And do we know what the incentives are? Like what, how many yards and throws and games I think he has to do to probably actually make tied money? to games played. I'm sure. So, but if it's, I, so I guess we might have not to see, we'd yeah. have to see exactly what the specifics are, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just found out that there was no trade clause during the show. So, but it does make the trade. I think it makes the trade um, plausible as opposed. It was on. It was dead. There was. I was never going to happen at twenty-seven million. But now it no. seems like it could, depending on how desperate a team gets. It's not going to happen anytime soon. But if a quarterback gets hurt, it could happen. Right, and it has to probably be the right quarterback. Probably has to be a contending team. But maybe yeah. not. If he, if Jimmy gets an early season look and plays well, that could be also that could also help his market. But I, I still feel like Jimmy, like the best case scenario, if you were Jimmy or his agent, you'd be thinking, I really hope Trey fails and I get to come back and the team plays well because all of a sudden his stock goes back up. Because the, the the narrative right now is that Jimmy was overrated and they were carrying him the whole time. But if they prove they can't win without him, all of a sudden that je ne sais quoi, that certain something that Jimmy brings is tangible again, right? He has his argument that he's – he is the, the straw that stirs the drink, even though he's really, really, really not. I think that's the best thing that could happen to him is if Trey fails, he comes back and does the same stuff he always does. I don't know if he's rooting for I Trey mean, I know this him. is not the plan, but it, what if Jimmy, what if Trey plays, you know, whatever, he gets hurt or struggles, Jimmy gets in there and leads the team to the Super Bowl. I mean, I think yeah. this is a better team. This might be the best roster they've had. So it wouldn't be outlandish to think that he could win the Super Bowl this year. If he did I'd that, like to see him behind this offensive line. That is true. That is a concern. I mean, this is definitely an evolving picture on the offensive line. But, I mean, the rest of this roster is so stacked. Yeah. Um, and now they've got a little cap relief. It also, this trade also enables, because of the potential cap relief, the Niners to have flexibility if they find a player that they do feel gets them over the top. That isn't, you know, that isn't tied to Jimmy, maybe either at this cut down. I'll tell you one interesting name that I think, you know, I read this weekend could be cut down. Who's an incredible player is the, is Chauncey Gardner Johnson mm. for the Saints. You know, you're talking about one of the best nickel players in the game. And yeah, you got Womack and I like Womack. Don't get me wrong. But if I could add, you know, Chauncey Gardner Johnson at, at, at nickel, yeah, now you're talking about a Super Bowl caliber secondary, you know, really premier. And they're saying the Saints may move on from him. So this this just opens up a lot of avenues for you, both at the cut down and right up until the trade deadline. All right, we got a lot, a lot of Super Chats to read. True Boxing King says, giving Grant his flowers now. A lot of haters, but he comes out on top. He's truly the best we got covering the Niners, crowning him now. This is not someone in my family, I promise. Thank you, True Boxing <laughs> King. He has, Jimmy's new contract has a no-trade clause. I know that's 
It's interesting. David Velez says this makes Jimmy G a lot more tradable midseason. Jimmy gets to pick his team if the chance arises and if Trey gets hurt from all the lookout blocks were covered. True. Agree. Melvin Elmore Jr. says, in your in your opinion, how do you think Trey will play with Jimmy breathing on his back? I think this wasn't Kyle's decision. I don't know. I felt like Trey played his best in minicamp when when Jimmy Garoppolo was in LA, but maybe I, maybe I was wrong. That's the way I saw it. I guess. Sorry, there's a lot of pressure, and you got to ride to the to the challenge. I mean, right. if he plays worse, maybe he ain't the guy. Possible. Possible. Ricky Miranda says, I don't know how Trey can develop when he has to constantly look behind his shoulder for Jimmy, especially when half the team loves Jimmy more. You know, I remember when I was a kid, I didn't get it at the time because I was young, but they won the Super Bowl with Steve Young. And as he's running around, he does that big thing where he says, get the monkey off my back. Get the monkey off my back. And they do the whole thing. I'm like, what was that about? But now it was a huge thing for Steve. And again, I, replacing Joe was a much bigger thing than replacing Jimmy. But there is a a metaphorical monkey on Trey's back, and it just got a lot heavier. It did. He's, I mean, I guess Steve dealt with it. You got to deal with it. In a, you know, in a weird way, though, we don't know how this is going to play, Grant, because, yeah. you know, Grant, Trey could play great. He could be, like, the unquestioned guy. They could yep. keep Jimmy, and then Jimmy could wind up winning three or four games, getting them into the playoffs, maybe a playoff picture that they wouldn't get into without him, and Trey could be standing in Super Bowl Sunday holding the trophy that Jimmy – helped him get by helping the team qualify for the playoffs. So, I mean, there's just a lot of different ways this thing. Maybe it'll be a two quarterback system, Larry. Well, I'll say this in the way, you know, somebody compared playing quarterback in the NFL to dodging cars on the freeway. And when you go on the sidelines, like we have just been through training camp, you can see why. I mean, the NFL defensive linemen are big, strong, fast, and they are coming after the quarterback. And I would rather take a chance with quarterback depth in any, you know, any year in a league with as many fearsome defensive linemen as, as and this, you're playing Aaron Donald twice a year. You yeah. know, he could take out one of your quarterbacks in one of those two games. Also, Kyle's quarterbacks have gotten hurt every year except for 2019. So, yeah. is he says, do the Niners get a third round comp pick for Jimmy if he stays in the team until the end of the season? Yes, if they have more people leave in free agency than they sign next year, right? You only qualify for comp picks if you have more go out than come in. I think, yeah, it's an equation that yeah. that that ultimately determines how many comp picks you get. But, yeah, they would be in line for a comp pick. I don't understand, says Smack Jones, just in general. I feel you, Smack. The Niners didn't do a great job of explaining this one. I, what I do think is funny is they, they went from Jimmy's not on the team. He's fourth in the depth chart. He's not here. Don't look at him throwing over there. He's, forget it. For, don't look at the man behind the screen. And now it's like, oh, actually, he's, our, he's on the team. He's our backup quarterback. We were just kidding. Like, you're not explaining this to the fans or the media well. Everyone's really confused. And I think the Niners kind of get it. I think Kyle gets a kick out of that for sure. Well, just this goes back to your question before. If Trey had completed 70% of his passes and was super sharp, would they be going this direction? My my guess is that the answer is probably no. Yeah. And so there, you know, all these things factored in. I really do believe that. Vancouver331 says the wine should be Italian like our boy Jimmy. Fair, but the last one I got from my dad after winning was an Italian. So I think he's trying to balance it in terms of his European, whatever Trey Niners says, I've been saying restructure Jimmy's deal since last season and no one was on board, but now people are saying it's a good move. Well, I guess the Niners had to really convince Jimmy you're a backup quarterback. And they did that by holding on to him. Jimmy wanted to start and the Niners were like, no, we'll cut you at the very end. And if a team still wants you, then fine. And I guess no one wanted him. So they were smart. 
the San Francisco, I guess they got revenge for Jimmy uh, springing that. Uh, maybe it wasn't revenge. The San Francisco equivocators. Equivocators. Equivocators? That's a big <laughs> word. Flave says, we'll have to run Trey into the ground to hide his inabilities this year. Good chance he will get injured and can't rely on Sudville with this roster. I bit, I did say that. Well, as soon as they started putting in the triple option, I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. The, uh, he's going to get hit. Yikes. So, possible. Possible. See, Turley says, have your dad get you a bottle of Chateau Mission Hobrion fine French wine. I'm thinking that's probably going to be a little too expensive. <laughs> but it sounds nice. Hulk, um, oh, a few more. Orson View says, Grant and Dr. Disrespect, Mr. M make it happen. He was at the Niners. I'd never heard of That's him. Right. Doctor. V says, GC trolling all the time. If he doesn't get traded, then awkward times are coming for GC. I know. I got to find a new a new way. Greg Tame says, did we see the dual QB scheme? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, Leo says, tinfoil hat time. This has all been Kyle playing 40 chess so that he can implement his two-quarterback system. Showing the triple option was the cover he needed to add playing time and send us for Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe. I like how everything is so um, exp explained so poorly that people can't help but come out, with, come up with these tinfoil hat theories. And they're always, you know, it was the best explanation so far of this whole thing what? was what? your video yesterday with the dramatic pause. <laughs> that was the best explanation. Cause that's how long Just, we waited. That's what it felt like. Uh, ha ha. Jimmy G is best is back. Best outcome for everybody. Except your jokes trolled great coverage on the Niners though. Grant yeah, in my face. Jonathan says, if this was about winning a Super Bowl, this pay cut would have happened in July. Nothing has changed. The Niners hedging and refusing to give away value if it, if it hurts Trey is the question. I don't think they could have gotten Jimmy to take this pay cut in July. That's what I'm – I think they had to convince him, hey, man, you're a backup this year. There's no job for you. Remember they, they, they let him search for a trade? Hey, go ahead, bud. Knock yourself out. I think but, this is a, this is a a good situation where it just so happened that it took until you know almost September, but they finally got into a thing where both sides, Jimmy and the Niners, could do a move that they both wanted to do that was the best move for them in the moment. So this is the best move for the Niners in the moment. This is the best move for Jimmy in the moment. And so you know we got here. I think that's probably the best way to say it. I think I think Jimmy they now up. finally are on the same page. I think Jimmy messed up. I think there was no way the Niners could actually legally keep Jimmy Garoppolo off the field. He passed his uh, – he was cleared to play. He was cleared to practice, and he's under contract. He could have went to the Niners and said, I want to practice. He could have put himself out there every day with Trey and said, I'm competing for this job. And that way, he might have won it, and he they couldn't have actually said, now we're going to restructure your contract. But didn't happen. Now he gets to – he loses a bunch of money. I'm just saying he could have. I think Steve McNair did that. They were trying to keep him off the field in Tennessee. He said, I want to practice, and they traded him to Baltimore. I could be wrong. I think they did that. I was in high school back then. Just Will there be a competition for the job, or is it, is it Trey's job unless Trey either gets hurt or, you know, gets knocked out? You know, Well, I guess Larry, we won't know, right? They have yeah. two weeks of practices where we won't be there. So they could That's do right. they could do all kind of stuff the next two weeks and we won't know. Interesting. No, domain threat says none of this will matter without near elite play at center. Given how important that position is on this offense, I'm shocked they ignored that spot. It better be Brendel. I was watching Brunskill today. He was working on the side. He was I couldn't videotape it because he's rehabbing, but it was like a drill where he snaps a ball to a trainer in the shotgun and runs 10 yards and then does it again. Those snaps were so low every time. I don't think he's a center. 
I know they want him to be a center. I think he's not a center. I think it's got to be Brendel. I don't know. If, we'll see about Brendel. Any, you know, any what, thoughts? The, you know, one guy we ha- we're not talking about that it could be the highest graded offensive lineman in the last game against the Texans was Zakel. Wow. Would they try, try Zakel at center? He's a they big said they physical would. kid. Smart, too. Christian Rocha says, Grant, I'm going to divorce my wife, but I'm going to keep her in my house in case the new wife doesn't work out. That's the night. Hey, call that the uh, the Kyle Shanahan, the John Lynch, True. the Ted York. I like that. Way to hedge. Niner Rob 25 says, does this mean <laughs> Nate is gone? It should. I'm sorry, Nate. I think if you want to stay on the practice squad, by all means. Jay Sports Enthusiast says, this is bad news. No matter how you put it, it's a bad idea bringing Jimmy back. Next, I'll hear Lakers restructured deal for Westbrook to keep him. Westbrook isn't restructuring anything. Anyway, Smack Jones says, ask the tough questions tomorrow, please. If Trey starts 3-5 like Jimmy, will he get the same grace? If we keep in him, why not let him practice? That's the question. If you wanted to do this all, why was he not out there in training camp? That's why I asked you the question about if Trey was better, would this have ever happened? Like, was it an opportunity for Trey to sort of a dry run? Hey, take the job. Oh, you didn't. Oh, that didn't. was it's hard for them to say that their whole plan was to do the renegotiation, seeing that Jimmy was on a side field. But we really don't know as far as how much how much is he a part of what they've their installation of their offense, whatever changes they had from last year to this year. Yeah. I gotta think that he may have been privy to some of that behind the scenes. I don't know if we're ever yeah. gonna get the honest answers to those questions. Yeah, who knows? Maybe the Niners and Jimmy were on the same page for the last month Who privately knows? they could privately yeah. be on the same page and kind of publicly be on you know looking like they're on different pages right uh flave says lay off grant guys he, he thought trey was ready and doing his best trey the starter but now have insurance this move should bring real fans to get real fans flave's having a great day flave congratulations because flave's, 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 he's, he's, he's very he? very generous flave's, flave's a great guy should have gotten brady then well, yeah, but that's two two years ago. Yes, Thomas Delacruz says, "I hope you grill Lynch and Kyle on this Jimmy move." Um, you got it tomorrow. Trey, uh, Larry will be there too. You coming tomorrow? You coming tomorrow? You know what? Tomorrow I'm filling in on the radio with oh, for okay. uh, for dibs. Okay, so I'll be there I'll Wednesday. Be there. No trade clause means Jimmy just has to agree. Yeah, Jimmy, that to me is not a big consideration. Flav says, can we just recognize the class of Jimmy G too? Hasn't said a thing after all the success he's had, now taking a pay cut to stay. Imagine Mayfield. True. And when people said he was going to request a release, I was like, I don't think so, man. That's not his personality brand. It's not what he wants to be. So he was consistent. Good for Jimmy. I guess they don't mind the fact that he doesn't answer his cell phone now, huh? Suddenly that, you know, that story. Maybe he did. Hey, Jimmy, uh, we want you one more year. Oh, okay, I'm back. Look at that. I got the text. David Sir says, freed up cap space, carrying two QBs to free up roster space, cheaper comp pick, Tracel QB1. Let's keep things positive. Larry's been doing a good job of keeping things positive, and I've had a tough time arguing with his logic. So, Scoozy says, everything something everything something happens, we think it's not Kyle's. Every time something happens, we think it's not Kyle's decision. Do, pe- do people think he has no say ever? Fair. This is his team. He pretty much has all the say. He's the guy. He's the guy. Um, Haha says, quick release for the win. Uh, hey, congratulations to Jimmy Garoppolo's supporters. This is a good day for you. CT Law says, okay, at least say I was right. There's no way Jimmy is his backup. The details of his contract aren't fully disclosed. Being a backup to Trey kills his value. He has had the playbook and practicing out of sight. Very happy right now. CT Law is putting $50 down saying, look at CT Law. Start. 
I don't think Jimmy starts week one when he hasn't done anything all offseason. He's that'd be a little irresponsible. He's not ready. They have to get him ready now. You know, there's something about CT Law that I really like. CT, you're invited to the Kirk show anytime you want. Anytime yeah, you want to stop CT, by. spread the love. It just feels like um, you talk about Trey not being ready. How is Jimmy ready to start week one? Ready? I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, what? I mean, I don't know. I have no, I've not been watching him. I've been watching the field. So I, I've been looking over the, over my shoulder at Jimmy. I have no idea how he's throwing it. I have no idea how the shoulder's feeling. I think there's a lot of questions on that front. You know, where is he in this mix as far as being ready to play? He didn't play any preseason games. Does he not need to play any games? Is he ready right now or is he going to be ready in like three weeks? Uh, will he be active week one? Will he be up? I mean, I, there's there's several questions on the Jimmy front as far as what he's ready to contribute in the present that I think I'd like to ask. I thought he was a slow starter even coming off entire off seasons where he had all the reps in mini camps, OTAs, training camp, or at least training camp. So I, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he's good enough to just walk on the field cold and be great, but maybe not. Thank you, CT Law. David Wilson says, if Trey gets hurt, I don't see a ring coming, whether it's Jimmy or Nate. Playoff stats speak for themselves. Yeah, but at least they don't go 6-11. and 11. That can't happen. This team can't go 6-11. and 11. And I guess there was a, a fear that they would have a, a really bad year if Trey Lance just wasn't ready. Well, they can always prevent Kyle Shanahan's win-loss record from getting a little bit worse, right? Well, that, I think that's another factor. I mean, if I'm Shanahan and I'm sitting there looking at my record, I'm sub-500. I'm one of the one of the best coaches in pro football and I'm sub 500 and it's all because I don't have a second quarterback. So I mean, I'm going to wind up with another situation where I don't have a second quarterback. True. So I, I think, you know, that could be a factor in this as well, though. I do think the overriding factor is win the super bowl. I mean, win the super bowl, set yourself up, be all in. I mean, I'm yeah, give I yourself a chance. All in. Make the tournament. Exactly. Especially this tournament. year. Sven says tart reunion possible. Do you think the Niners will do that? Um, I would not be shocked by that. I mean, I, I think Tart is a great guy. I think they like him. I think they're really thin at safety. If you're going to change bodies at this late in the game, in the middle of the field, I want somebody who knows what the hell is going on. And he does. So he would be on my super short list. I still would have to see him work out. And I want to know how well he's moving. But I saw him make a play in that Philly scrimmage the other day. Uh, he went flying and lit the guy up on the sideline. He looks... You know, if he's weak side linebacker size, maybe I don't want him. But if he still has anything close to his speed from a year ago, I do want him. Christopher says, good move for Niners. Jimmy probably will play sometime during the season. I see what you're saying. Robert says, Jimmy didn't need to practice or actually play. Still got $6 million. He hustled us. Jimmy Garoppolo, his number one ability is making money. He's so good at it, and you got to respect that in the United States of America. Justin says it's August 29th and Jimmy Garoppolo is staying on the team forever. <laughs> Lorenzo yeah. says, Larry Grant, I think I'm going to be sick, Grant. I must say, you called it since day one. I won't go to any more games until... He's not going to go to any more games until he's gone. Oh, I'm going to tell Jed that you said that. Sorry, Lorenzo. Trey's going to be playing, though. Jimmy's hey, going to be there watching. The drama is better. Today, to me, Way better. if you're if you like you know some drama in your sporting events, come on, man. Swizzy says, can you at least say that at least we have the best backup in this situation in case Lance doesn't work out? I actually love this move. It's a good point. I mean, the Niners now have a backup quarterback that they have won like 65, 70% of their games with. What other team can say that, right? 
what's happened to the Super Bowl ratings since the move? I'd be very interested to see. I bet you they're better than they were. Good, good. I'd like to know too. Lunkers365 says all this move did is stir up the Jimmy Truthers to say it nicely. Sucks. We have to listen to it now all year. Yeah, there really is like a civil war of Niner fans going on right now. Maybe this can bring them together. Niner fan 85 says, Who do you think will be captain Jimmy or Trey? I think Trey, you think that might be awkward? Well, either was Jimmy ever a captain? Was he? I don't know, actually. I don't know. Was he on the was in part of the uh, you know, he's got a committee of guys. What if week one they're both up and they're both the captains? That would be awesome. That'd be Chicago. Two quarterback system. Hutch serves gaming says this move shows the Niners are take uh taking this 2022-2023 year very seriously. They want to ring. And this is their insurance policy. They have too much talent on this team to not win. The time is now. But you talked about next year. He mentioned next year. That's okay. I know what you're talking about. Time is now. All right. Well, they better figure out this offensive line, but I respect it. I think what Kwaski resigned, Revenge Tour 4.0. Really? I don't think really? so. Really? Oh, you think you resigned with the Niners? Let me see. I haven't seen that yet. That would be great. I, I would resign him. That would be smart. The last thing you want in the middle of the field are communication issues. So I'd I'd like to have somebody that knows my system and that I know what he's capable of. Uh, Jimmy G in garbage time. Oh, I hope we get to see fourth quarters with Jimmy. That would be fun. Remember when I was a kid, they the Niners used to always do that. They would be like they would win by a lot, and then they'd take you'd see Jerry Rice and Steve Young wearing the hats that's when you knew the game was over, and then it'd be Elvis Gerback on the field. You don't see that in the NFL as much anymore. No. I love that. The mop-up crew. Garbage time play, yeah. We and the Niners don't beat anybody by that by enough yeah. to get garbage time. Maybe what yeah. twice a year. Garbage time, Gerback. Nathan Flores says no. Jimmy two pump fake is back. At least his deal is not twenty five million. Learn to love him. Learn to love him. Eight seven zero euro says huge fan of Trey and his potential. Small fan of Jimmy Garoppolo. But I'm a Niner fan first. That means I want Trey to succeed. But if not, but not if it can cost us the season. True. 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 Good call. Hutch serves gaming says Brady versus Jimmy in December. Ooh. Could be. At least it's not going to be Jimmy week two uh, here with the Seahawks. Captains Jimmy and Nate. Krug is the man, says Stingray. Krug is the man. <laughs> Mo Dollar says Trey's going to get hurt benched week 10. Ooh, why would you put that into the universe? And Jimmy is going to pull a 2017 again and go 5-0 and down the stretch. I see what you're saying, but don't. Don't predict things like that. AM says, not even two years ago, remember Brady wanted out of Tampa this offseason too. To think he wouldn't have wanted to go to SF again would be foolish in my opinion. Yeah, it's probably true. I, I can't help but notice that Tom Brady like just walked away from the Bucks for like a month this offseason and then came back. Maybe he's like going to therapy being like, why did I unretire? Why did I unretire? I, this team is terrible. I don't know. Possible. The offense is falling apart over there in Tampa. David W says it. So they have about 20 million in cap space for midseason acquisitions could be set up for a well for a deep postseason run. Niner fans excited. They could be. I got a leg. That's like a, an hour show. We could talk about other stuff, but I don't think anyone cares about anything other than Jimmy. <laughs> what do you think? I don't think they care. We could talk about Jordan Mason. I just think it's kind of like no one's going to listen. I don't know. Well, it's tomorrow. I mean, Let's do it for a minute because it's freaking tomorrow. The final cuts are tomorrow. Okay. Roster decisions. What are some? What are the toughest ones you think the Niners have to make? Well, to me, Purdy and Sudfeld is not tough, and some people would say it's not even a decision anymore because you're not going to keep three. But once again, the same reason I want Garoppolo, or the same reason that I'd want Purdy. I want to hoard more good quarterbacks that I can win games with, and I think I can win with Purdy. So I want Purdy, 
And then as far as Sermon versus Mason, I think Sermon, I think Mason has looked better, but I also think Mason's more likely to slip through waivers. Yeah, I agree. If you you try to slip Sermon through waivers, I think just on that one run that he had on the five-yard line where he busted out to the 18 and showed, I mean, that's on film. You know, see that all these all these teams like scouted him and probably gave him second, third, fourth round grades. And there's probably some staffs that still like him. Right. And he had a 300 yard day in college. I like Sermon. I just think that Sermon is a slow build and he needs more reps. And I think he did look much better in camp than I saw last year. I wouldn't cut. I would cut Mason just because even though I love Mason, but I would think he Mason can he'll make it to the practice squad. With I Sermon, I just think well. he's a bad fit because he's not a particularly like violent runner. And when the wide receiver on the team that plays running back runs harder than you, that's a problem. It is. It's just a problem. So maybe he could be successful somewhere else, but I don't think he just fits into what the Niners want to be. He's big and shifty though, and I yeah. man, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like giving away good football players. I think he's. I haven't seen too many running backs around the league that are better than him that are going to get cut. So he that, can catch that's passes too. He's a little bit like Jeff Wilson. If Jeff Wilson didn't run hard. Sorry, they're, sorry. they're totally, they're different kinds of runners, but like, okay. I, I don't think he's, somebody said he's borrowed both six not, feet, two fifteen. I mean, they both not borrowed. I, I think sermon. I like sermon. I just, maybe I, he, I don't think we've seen the sermon that I expect to see yet. I don't it. think they're going to give up on him either. And I think they feel that they can probably slide Jordan Mason because it doesn't, Every team sort of have a Jordan Mason, the undrafted rookie that they like that played well. And in, in, I don't know that any team's looking at the Niners saying, we got to have Jordan. He's our starter. Right, right. I, I, I think Jordan Mason may sneak through. I, I also think Sudfeld might sneak through. I don't think Sudfeld's going to. I be agree. Through. Thank you. I also was going to say, I don't think I'd go six wide receivers. I think I'd go with the extra back and go with five wide receivers. That's smart. I mean, you're a run first. You want to run more than you – you do run more than you pass. Why do you have so many wide receivers when you – as Kyle even said, he goes through all of his running backs every year. C.T. Law, what did what did I, what are you doing? Hold on. Whew. Thank goodness I kept the, the show going. Oh, look at that. Says, if you're there, take a pic of Kittle's face. Not a stand-up guy. That was Jimmy's boy, and he went silent after he already had his money. He spit the bit. You know Jimmy can't stand Kyle. Now Kyle has to turn to him and bail him out. Drama. Drama. You're right. And for you, I will. Let's, let's read it again. Kittle's face. Not a stand-up guy. That was Jimmy's boy, and he went silent after he already had his money. He spit. So he said he didn't, he didn't advocate for Jimmy because he already got paid. You know Jimmy can't stand Kyle. I mean, that's probably, probably true. Now Kyle has to turn to him to bail him out. Well, he, that was last year, too. Drama. I know. I, I, I'm pro-drama. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Jed. So great. <laughs> yeah, you're loving this. This is you're, wonderful. This is a great Absolutely. day for you. <laughs> so many people I want to thank. This is the last, and then, we're, then the show is over. J.R. Beckled says, Debo had a history of showing up to camp in college out of shape. Is that true? Wow. Debo got the bag and reverted back to his old ways. I hope by week three he's ready. I hope you're wrong. That's oh, my fear. I hope oh, you're wrong. I just, I just saw at the bottom of the screen it said that there's an addendum in the Jimmy contract that says that he gets all of Grant's Super chat revenue uh, created Jimmy, by YouTube. This is the house that Jimmy maneuver. Garoppolo built right here. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> I house, live here because you exist. Thank you so much. The house that Garoppolo built. The house that Garoppolo built. All right. That's the show. Uh, thank you for giving me an hour of your time. I know 
that you're in the middle of doing something. Uh, I mean, do you want to tell I'm people? I'm golf. It's a New York style Italian golf tournament down here at San Jose. That's so nice of you, man. Thank you so much. Tyson, the show is over. Jimmy G is now Jimmy third, third round comp pick, baby. Jimmy three. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Larry. Have a good one.